Hello, this is Ayush from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday the 9th of October and Ashish Mishra, the son of Union Minister of State for Home Affairs, Ajay Mishra, appeared before a special investigation team at the crime branch office in Uttar Pradesh's Lakhimpur Kheri for questioning. On Friday, the Supreme Court told the UP government that it was not satisfied with the steps taken in the investigation into the deaths of eight persons, including four farmers who were mowed down by a convoy of vehicles, including one owned by Ajay Mishra. Ashish is alleged to have driven the vehicle that hit the protesters. Ashish had failed to respond to the first summons under Section 160 of the Criminal Procedure Code to appear before the police on Friday. According to UP police, the names of 10 men have been lodged as accused in the killings so far. The Samyukta Kisan Morcha, or SKM, an umbrella body of farmers protesting against the contentious farm laws, called for Rail Roko on October 18 to protest Lakhimpur Kheri violence. It demanded the arrest of Ajay Mishra and his son Ashish. Facing similar pressure from the political opposition, UP Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath said there will be no injustice with anyone and no action will be taken under any kind of pressure or without evidence. My colleague Nidhi and Shivangi have been reporting diligently from Lakhimpur Kheri for the past week. They've profiled those who were killed, both farmers and BJP workers, and shown light on the family of late journalist Raman Kashyap, whose family alleges that they are under pressure from the police and big media to change their statements. You can watch their coverage on newslaundry.com under the category Rakhimpur Kheri Violence. If you want Nidhi and Shivangi to continue doing such important ground reports, please do consider subscribing to News Laundry. You can do so by heading over to the website and clicking on the subscribe button on the top right-hand corner. Our cheapest subscription costs only 300 rupees a month. Please extend your support to independent media and pay to keep news free. The 13th round of the COPS commander level talks between India and China to find a resolution for the 17-month-long standoff in eastern Ladakh will be held on the Chinese side of the border today. Lieutenant General Menon, commander of COPS, will lead the Indian delegation, which will also include a diplomatic representative. For China, the delegation will be led by Major General Liu Lin, commander of the South Xinjiang Military District. Just a day ahead of the talks, Army Chief General M.M. Narwane said that China is building infrastructure on its side in the region, which meant that it is here to stay. Narwane, speaking at a conclave held by a media house, expressed concerns that with both countries developing infrastructure in the region, for the additional troops and military equipment that were brought in last year, the line of actual control in eastern Ladakh would become like the line of control with Pakistan, even though it is not active like the LOC. He added that India is keeping a close watch on all those developments. Both India and China had brought in additional troops and military equipment to the region last year after the standoff began in May 2020. Both sides have around 50,000 troops each in the depth areas and a large number of them had remained deployed through the harsh winter last year. China had refused to pull its troops back from the two friction points, where it continues to have a platoon-sized number of its soldiers. It had agreed to disengage from those regions in June 2020, but has not completed the pullback. PDP chief and former chief minister of Jammu and Kashmir, Mehbooba Mufti, claimed today that she had been put under house arrest and prevented from visiting the family of a civilian allegedly shot dead by the CRPF. The PDP leader shared a video of a group of women mourning the death of a driver who was allegedly killed by paramilitary forces in South Kashmir's Anantnag district on the night of October 7th. According to a PTI report, 
the crpf jawan had signaled the driver of an suv to stop but he did not respond the crpf jawan then opened fire wounding the suv driver who later succumbed to injuries mufti tweeted that the government of india wants her to selectively condemn killings outraged only in cases where hate politics can be lapped up to polarize people she accused the bhartiya janata party led government of politicizing events for upcoming elections stating that the situation in jammu and kashmir had gone from bad to worse Recently Jammu and Kashmir had witnessed a spike in killings. On Thursday, suspected militants shot at a Sikh woman principal and a Hindu teacher in their government school in Srinagar, taking to 7 the number of civilians killed by militants in 5 days. On October 2nd, militants shot at two civilians, Majid Ahmed Gojri and Mohammad Shafidar, in separate incidents in Srinagar. The resistance front claimed responsibility for the attacks, saying the two were working for the police. On Tuesday, three civilians prominent businessman and kashmiri pandit ml bindru a street vendor from bihar virender paswan and transporter mohammad shafi loan who were killed in separate incidents in shrinagar and bandipur the delhi police today launched an fir against love kush ramleela committee for allegedly violating covid norms a chalan was issued to the organizers under section 188 of the indian penal code which criminalizes disobedience to a public servant's order at ramleela ground last evening A Delhi police officer told Indian Express that the police team was deployed at Red Fort to see security arrangements and check for DDMA guidelines. During the checking, the team found that a few guests weren't following social distancing and were not wearing masks. A chalan was issued and organizers were told to control the situation. The matter was reported at Kotwali police station and police said they will tighten security arrangements at Ramleela to avoid such cases and may take further legal action. Sagar Singh Kalsi DCP North said the police issued a chalan and spoke to organizers who promised to comply with DDMA guidelines and follow COVID-19 norms. A member of the Love Kush Ramleela committee confirmed this and said that the Ramleela will go on till October 16 and it does not want the public to risk their health. It added that its volunteers check everyone for masks and will cooperate with the police. There could be a blackout in the national capital in the next 2 days if coal supplies to power plants do not improve. a delhi minister said today ndtv reported that delhi joins a long queue of states including tamil nadu and odisha that have raised concerns over long power cuts due to shortage of coal in power plants earlier this week reuters had reported that over half of india's 135 coal fired power plants which in total supply around 70% of the country's electricity have fuel stocks of less than 3 days it cited data from the central grid operator national capitals power minister satyendra jain said that if coal supply does not improve there will be a blackout in delhi in 2 days and the coal fired power plants that supply electricity to delhi have to keep a minimum coal stock of 1 month but now it has come down to 1 day jain said that delhi's request to the center is that railway wagons should be arranged and coal should be transported to the plants at the earliest since they are already running in only 55% capacity jain who belongs to the aam aadmi party alleged that the coal crisis appears to be man-made just as the crisis of medical oxygen supply during the covid-19 second wave the congress working committee the party's top body will meet on october 16 to hold talks over the new chief the current political situation and state elections next year a statement from the party said that the meeting of the congress working committee will be held on saturday october 16 at 10 am on agenda will be country's current political situation forthcoming assembly elections and organizational elections it said last month as the party faced turmoil in punjab amid leadership change 
Spokesperson Randeep Surjewala had told the reporters that a meeting of the CWC was expected soon. This was after Congress leader Kapil Sibyl shot off a new letter to the Gandhis, pointing that the Congress had no elected president now and leaders did not know who was taking decisions in the party. A caustic Sibyl had said that he and other congressmen demanding change were G23, not G Huzur 23, and insisted that they will keep raising issues. Hours later, party workers protested outside his house with get well soon placards, threw tomatoes and damaged his car. The demonstrations were criticized by the leaders of G23, a group of 23 party dissidents who had sent a letter to Sonia Gandhi last year demanding sweeping changes in the party. Since then, various leaders have reminded the Gandhis that nothing has changed on the ground and the Congress party's downward spiral continues. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.